0: God bless you, and welcome back to Yesterday Ended. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. There are some people who love a good fight. There are others that will run from every fight before them. So how do we react when we are opposed? How do we respond to intimidation? I mentioned in a previous episode the phrase, training for reigning. We are admonished to train our hearts and minds and bodies We are commanded not to be conformed to the schemes of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. If you haven't noticed, that takes some fighting. Again, God can deliver you from your enemies, not your friends. That which attacks us is clearly not a friend. It is time to take up our sword and shield and prepare for battle. How will you prepare and how will you act on the battlefield of life? Give a listen. Jesus warned us that there would always be wars and rumors of wars. He also warned us that if you live in this world, you will suffer mental pressure. But then he said, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He is victorious over all and has given that victory to us. With such reassurance within us, A battle need not cause us any fear. Knowing that you have already won should cause laughter in our hearts as we face an opponent, which brings me to the title of my poem today. On the Battlefield I Sing I stand on the battlefield with enemies in motion, in all directions and from each quarter they assault, each one intent on my demise but my heart is ablaze. My heart is fixed. My heart sings. My song and my sword arise. They strike again and again, and with each strike my present enemy falls to the ground. And I turn to my left, and there is none. And I turn again to the next quarter, but there is none. I turn full circle to see my enemies all lying on the ground, and on the battlefield I sing in peace." In the battlefield of my heart words are in motion, in all directions, and from each quarter they assault, each one intent on my demise. But my heart is ablaze by the truth, my heart is fixed on the truth, my heart sings the truth, it is written. In my heart the truth arises, the truth strikes again and again, and with each strike my present enemy falls to the ground, and I turn to my left for the next, but there is none. And I turn again to the next corner, but there is none. I turn full circle to see my enemies all lying on the ground and on the battlefield. I sing in peace. What weapons do you bring to a fight? There's the old joke, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. So how are you equipped for the battle? Fortunately, we have been given great weapons. We're told about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You can try and hide all you want. You can endeavor to deny the battle and the war that rages around you. But these verses clearly indicate that we're in a fight. But we can stand strong knowing that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but truly mighty through God. We can demolish the fortifications of our enemies. The fight we are engaged in is to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. This war that we're in is primarily one of our thoughts. The enemy we face typically does not come at us with a knife or a gun, but with deceit and slander and doubt and worry. All these are word weapons. Consider this from Psalm 64, verse 3. Who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words. Unkind words can be a slap in the face. Evil words can be an arrow in our hearts. Many of us have been hit many times with such words. But we are promised the peace that passes understanding. Even in the face of harsh challenge, we can choose to stand in peace and not react in fear or anger. The fruit of the Spirit gives us weapons that the world cannot overcome. Resting in His love, His joy, and His peace... In this world that whirls around us, we can stand unafraid. There are three common analogies in the New Testament that describe who we can be. We can be athletes or farmers or soldiers. An athlete can expend all his energies without fear of death. A farmer expends his energies knowing fruit is coming after his labor. The soldier who knows the end of the battle fights with confidence, knowing he has already won. Give a listen to what God told Israel when they were about to go to battle. Deuteronomy 20, verse 1. When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, and seest horses and chariots and a people more than thou, be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be, when you are come nigh unto the battle, that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people. And shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint, fear not, and do not tremble, neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. You are not alone. You are not alone. You're not alone. Your Heavenly Father is working in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He has begun a good work in you and will finish it. You labor together with him. He fights your battles. So learn to rest in him. There's an old hymn written by Thomas Chisholm that's entitled, Great is thy faithfulness. It is an awesome testimony to the goodness and faithfulness of God. Give a listen to it sometime soon. Recently, there is a song that is sung by Chris Tomlin entitled, Yes and Amen. One of the lines in the song is, My confidence is your faithfulness. When you have experienced God's faithfulness, you know and can be confident that he will provide time and again for you. There is no shadow of turning with him. He doesn't change. His goodness will always be available. To walk out on a battlefield without any armor might cause a bit of shaking of the knees, but God has equipped us. Let's look at this very familiar section of Ephesians in chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and supplication for all saints. We need the whole armor of God to be able to stand against the tricky methods of the devil and to withstand in the evil day. We need to stand with God's truth wrapped around us and have our identity of righteousness placed within our heart. Our foundation upon which we stand must be the gospel of peace And above all, holding the shield of faith that can stop dead the attack of the wicked. Top it off with a mindset of salvation accompanied with the word of God. And our biggest weapon is to pray for each other. I saw a bumper sticker that said, fight like a real man and get on your knees and pray. Our responsibility is to take hold of what God has offered. He has given us his armor. Will we take it to ourselves and stand in his might? Will we take the truth and place it in our hearts? Will we believe that our identity is one of righteousness? Will we prepare ourselves with the gospel of peace? To believe what God has given us is perhaps our greatest battle. To believe he has spoken favorably of us and made us righteous and given us peace and hope is a moment-by-moment battle. Listen to this section of Psalm 18 and recognize how much your Father works within your life. Verse 35, you have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me so my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn back until they were destroyed. I have wounded them so that they could not arise. They have fallen under my feet. For you have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those that rose up against me. You have also given me the necks of my enemies so that I destroyed those who hated me. Realize all that He has done for you. He has given you a shield his right hand held you up, his gentleness made you great, he enlarged your path. You are protected, you are helped, you are blessed, you are increased. You can do because you have been armed with strength and because he is acting on your behalf and subdued your enemies and given them to you. It's not a fair fight. That's why we can sing on the battlefield in peace. It says again in Psalm 55, verse 18, He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. We should remember his peace is our deliverance in battle. Also realizing there are many with us, as when Elisha told his servant, there is more that be with us than with them. We are not alone. When the pressure is on, give praise to God and your Lord Jesus. Sing in the battle. Don't look at your enemy. Look at your Savior. Praise and worship will cut the enemy to pieces. Stand strong and sing. Take a moment and listen to Yes and Amen by Chris Tomlin. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube somewhere. Then pick out a few other of your favorite songs and sing along. The atmosphere will change. Your heart will change. Be lifted up by the truth of God's faithfulness. You're not alone. You may be in a battle for your life, but you are not alone. The victory is yours, not because of your goodness, but because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. Oddly enough, to take your stand you need to fall to your knees. In the power of prayer and praise is your victory. Psalm 59, 16. But I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble.